their bros, their dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Someone who's tried to light Harry many times. The darkness is there's it, we need less darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, you know, we talked about racist cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did. Uh, welcome to Bro Dads. Welcome to Bro Dads, uh, <laughs> the, the podcast with the least racist cameras. You big bitch. We try, we try to be uh, have a very progressive lighting system. Here. Yes. <laughs> I, I I think I procrastinated too long last week, and by the time I wanted to pull the trigger, I was like, "Well, there's not, there's no possible way it's gonna get here by the time I want." So I could do more research, and maybe I could find a cheaper uh, lighting solution. So you, hey man, we well, you know that's the whole thing. You know that's why. Uh, you know maybe this is this is a perfect theme for the podcast. You know, it's a, uh, it's procrastination. You know, <laughs> we, uh, I don't know about you. I send out my avails too late. A lot of times, <laughs> like the other day I was like, I might be kind of nice to get some gigs in November and just, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck dude? It's August. There's yeah. no, there's no, no club yeah. is going to book me in November at this point in Seattle. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that ship has sailed. I guess what, what, when can I be there next year? And then if I don't send out December dates, I'm going to just wind up putting on tap shoes and making some corporate assholes laugh at me. <laughs> like, oh, thank God I get to make so much more money. But now I got to watch a bunch of people stare at me <laughs> while I try not to say asshole. They're <laughs> just wondering, like, we could have all had eight more dollars if we didn't bring this jerk off to our party. <laughs> we could have all had an uh, upgrade. Uh, we could have all had blue cheese <laughs> toppings on our steak tonight if we hadn't hired this asshole to yell at us in a microphone. That's what a corporate gig is like. Every, every Christmas show I've done, I've never left there going, everybody is happier now that this happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's never happened. You know, I, I definitely have. I, but I also have... I've I've thrown myself into the deep end of that pool. Oh yeah. So I've but it's those corporate gigs. It's funny, man. The, the people who I feel like do enjoy it are the ones that are like it's a big spend for that company. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's you know you, maybe you don't even have a PA system. Yeah. yeah or whatever, yeah, yeah. but they're but they're like happy you're there. But I mean, I've done shows like that where the guy who hired me is like grinning ear to ear, and he knows yeah. some of my jokes, and he's like, "Wait," and he's looking at his, <laughs> looking at his employees like, "Oh, this one's a good one. This is a good one." And his employees are like, Ugh, "What is this, dude? Like, they've never been to a live performance yeah. in their life." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like a, a, your a company has to understand the people that they employ. Sure, certain. Groups of people are just not conducive to a good comedy show. Uh, for instance, uh, me and Discasias, we did a a show in Lewiston, and it was a it was for a gun manufacturer down there. 
Now that's probably going to attract a type of person. Yeah, and yeah, and and, and a type of person that would want to shoot you in D's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they have the weapons. It's just, it's just the ammo's not here right now because that's what they were giving away at, at the raffle was some very nice guns. I was. I was very like I saw this one in Call of Duty, <laughs> and and so there was a group that you could tell that there was a group of the people like the people who were making the guns, yeah, the actual gunsmiths. They could take or leave us. They yeah. were not having, fun. but the, like the back office people, the administration people, they were digging it. But the people who like put the guns together and stuff, they were like. Well, and that's just, there's no, there's no, a profession doesn't dictate your likes and dislikes outside of, I mean, you could, if you're like, if you're a company that does carpentry, right, you're going to have dudes that might be like, you could have an Amish guy, (laughs) (laughs) like a pirate, (laughs) like a dude running from the law, (laughs) you know, a guy who just did boat felonies. (laughs) Next to Ezekiel. That's and, the title. Yeah, yeah. Boat I'm, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Some dudes out there just beady eyes. Like, I hope I, I, I hope Horseshoe Lake doesn't know how to hire scuba divers based on the sins I have committed. <laughs> you know, like one of these guys next to, you know, a, a Mennonite. And, yeah. and <laughs> so you don't. Yeah, so that's that's the crazy thing about corporate gigs. I, I, you know what's funny to me is when you get there and some guy's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you talk about pussy farts. Yeah. And you're like, dude, unless you're the guy writing the check, I'm yeah. not doing your what you think stand-up is. Yeah, I'm know? not doing... Or they want, or they just say, oh, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you um roast Deborah <laughs> from H&R because she wrote me up four times. It's like, no, that's a personal thing, man. I'm not getting involved in that. Maybe you should, maybe you should stop... Telling pussy jokes at work, dude. I, I used to uh, I used to look up the corporate structure of the companies I would go for, and I would I would roast the the leadership, <laughs> whether they were there or not. But then one time I was did this one, and they weren't around, and I'm like, man, what is this guys like? Well, this guy's mom just died, you know, like yeah, you know. So then I, but but it's funny I, that didn't happen to me. I just. You know, I've been around life and baggage enough yeah. to where, you know, there's been a couple of times I've showed up and I'm prepared and I'll go to the person and I'm like, hey, did uh, did the CEO, George Waterford, uh, did anything terrible happen in his life recently? <laughs> like, no. I'm like, OK, then we're making fun of his weird forehead, you know, <laughs> or, or whatever, you know. So it, I, I've done I mean, I've done that stuff. But, dude, I did this one corporate one time where I show up and it's fancy. Like I, 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 like it was the kind of thing where I was like, I should bring a suit just to see. Yeah. I remember walking in, looking around and immediately going back to my car and like, Oh fuck, I need to, I need to wear a suit. And I look oh, stupid in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I put a suit on, I look like a child that, <laughs> That <laughs> just put on his dad's suit yeah. and it's like, I don't know why, like the sleeves are never always too short or too long and the pants are always a little baggy. I, dude, I'm like, you know, and I like Donald Trump suits. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 My, my posture gets weird and I stick my butt out like I'm doing a Romanian deadlift. <laughs> that weird. Have you seen that posture where it looks like you're like, is he pooping his diaper? <laughs> 
<laughs> which uh, is actually the name of the foundation he uses. <laughs> New baby shits. <laughs> People are always like, he's orange. I'm like, that's baby shit. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Man, talk about somebody who cannot lose. This guy is, hey. So you believe he winning. won the election? <laughs> Harry this, J. Riley said it here, folks. This dude, he's got, he's now, got I, indictments in Georgia, New York, I think someplace else. This dude. Yeah. Still leading out of all the Republican candidates. By far. Yeah. Like by a, by a, by a lot. Yeah. And, and see, he's thinking about this. That is, that's the benefit of um, going extremely conservative. Well, I think it's more than that. I mean, I think it's his, just him. You know what I mean? I think it's his, because Mike Pence is ex- extremely conservative. Yeah, but he... <clears throat> All right, I think, and this is and this is just my hypothesis. When you see comedians like J.P. Spears, he's mm, done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. The Crowder guy, you go conser- you go conservative, right? And you you gain a fan base, and that fan base will cling to you for sure because one. Not that many people are targeting them. Right. But second, and I think it's the biggest one, conservative people tend to be more religious. And so that means you got to hold on to beliefs and systems and people that uh, are very kind of shaky. You know, like religion is pretty shaky when you start thinking about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, so you mean to tell me uh, a guy... Just walking around, he said he was the son of, of God, and a bunch of people followed him, and then he died, and then his friend said, yeah, he came back, and that's your whole religion. But a guy in front of 7-Eleven that says he's the son of God, and he has a dog, and he says the dog talks to him, he's crazy, but <laughs> but but Jesus is, you know. And so we're that, still following, you know, his rules. Yeah. I can't covet my neighbor's wife. Yeah. And, because and, I am. And his neighbor's wife is hot. So, I mean, you would want to covet her. And there's, but, you know, I'm fine. I got a good wife. But what about, my, I got single guys that live near me. Yeah. They should be out coveting. I mean, I'm out there coveting. Everybody's on, on this. <laughs> that one lady that lives over there, she's pretty tasty looking. And I think that, I think that that you know, adhereness to something helps um, these these guys because J.P. Spears, he's not funny. <laughs> the oh, dude is shit. not funny. Shots fired. I mean, is stand up or is online videos? All of it, man. Ooh, All of it is coming out with some heat. Even when he wasn't conservative, even when he was like hippy dippy, I was like. Well, that was, was a that was a on. character he was doing. But those characters were not funny. It was just yeah, yeah. cringy. It was just like, it was like, oh, I'm doing the chakra thing, and and it's like you you're not bringing anything funny to it. You're basically just doing a hard line impression of somebody, well, but you're not yeah. like when people do a, a, a an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger, they don't do a, <laughs> an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger like talking on the phone to his insurance agent. They do extremely weird things because that's how impressions work. You you hype it up 
So, you know, you put them in situations that their voice normally wouldn't be in. And and he and he's sitting there with a little, you know, with a little um namaste suit on or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. you know, acting like a hippie. That it was like you you're just doing Well, I think it's I think it's you know, I see what, but you're you're it's like uh you're doing it's almost something other than you're doing something where they can see a person that they're in agreement with. Yeah. Kind of like poking fun at the other side. Yeah. You know, and so they just when they never, you know, I think that's probably much more rare to see. Yeah, that's way rare. There's only, I mean, there yeah. might be less than 20 of these guys. Yeah. And so when you go, so when you think about Trump, that's what they're doing. That he, you know, he is so extreme. And for some reason, a religious component has been attached to him, which is the oddest thing. It's like when people say, when people, you see a bumper stick on someone's car, it's like, I love my family, guns, and God. Well, this, Wait, where did guns and God get attached? <laughs> Nowhere in the Bible does it say anything remotely about guns. Guns weren't even a thing then, and all of a sudden, that is attached to, for some reason, it's attached to Christianity, which is... I think it depends on the type of Christianity, well, though. You know, you know like we're, it's we're talking about the southern, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, <laughs> southern we're talking about the, the southern yeah. Baptists. I, I mean, I think at some level, people want to put a they like they look at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights as God given rights. Like when people are like our forefathers, that's how they wanted it. I was like, man. They're dead. They're way yep. dead. Like we Dude. should maybe we should like. There's nothing wrong with like looking at like updating shit. And I, yeah. And Thomas Jefferson even <laughs> said that every so often the Constitution should be rewritten. But just like with the Bible, they just ignore that big component of the things he said, and they just stick to it. And and they stick to it because it's just like the Bible. It's it's never changing. Well, I even though it's changed hundreds of times. I learned this about campaign finance recently. Is uh, if you get like if you have a donor that donates six thousand dollars in the primaries, you can only or you can only use three thousand of it. Like so, there's all this money that DeSantis was getting that he can't use. Whereas and so like the Trump campaign is being built on people donating like 20 and 30 bucks a month like yeah. it's small donations so his war chest especially with these indictments is huge because DeSantis got a ton of money up front from like what Trump supporters are calling globalists <laughs> <laughs> and so and dude this is a genius of Trump is that he's like he put the Supreme Court people in there that uh, were against uh, you know abortion but then, <laughs> but then when uh, DeSantis was like, you know, passes a six-week abortion ban, he's like, well, that's too early. Like Trump came out and said, that's too early. Good right? Great. So the thing is, the people who were like for the six-week ban yeah. are probably like still for Trump, really. And then yeah. the people who are like against, uh, you know, that are maybe pro-life, but maybe they think that six-week ban is too harsh – well, they're still for Trump too. So it's yeah. like no matter what, he's get this. I mean, his his level of it's amazing he didn't get into politics sooner. Honestly, like his level of being able to make it all about him, dude. The yeah. GOP primaries that he's not taking part in 
he's gonna they're doing a live stream of interview on Tucker Carlson. He's doing yeah. a live stream ra- when the primaries are happening. He's going to take all that attention yeah, off the primaries, but I'm stuff. It's the, it's a, it's amazing. Like his level of manipulation of the media is uh, unreal. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks he's got a guy on the inside that he's got DJ Khalid as the <laughs> as the DA in there, just being like, and another one. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think I mean it's so I, it's there's a part of I mean I'm not a conspiracy guy but there is a part of me that makes me think that he's like yeah yeah, yeah. he's like he comes out in public like it's a terrible disease we're living in a banana republic they're against me but then in secret he's like where else can I get indicted <laughs> yeah. every time he gets indicted it's just like people who are doing monthly donations mm-hmm. to his campaign they up it he gets more people donating and and i think that's bec- and i think that is a central part of uh being these really hard conservatives because have you ever seen when when someone uh like when Sinead O'Connor tore up that photo of the pope oh yeah and people who don't even who don't even de- describe themselves as catholic were just on her, right? And and I think it's because when you attack a religious leader like that, you're basically attacking the idea of religion, and anybody who is that religious will take offense to it. And uh, the defense mechanism then is to is to uh, attack and support. Yeah, that religious and Trump is basically Trump is the is the secular version of that. Yeah, where he, every all of his ideas are ideas that you have been telling your friends while you're drinking beer in in your in your backyard, and he's saying it. And so anything that's targeting him, you're gonna go out of your way to support. Just I mean, I mean, how many times like with Bud Light, Bud Light stock dropped. Because they did a deal with with that transgender person and so many people who are just against that just said, you know what, we're going we're going to destroy Bud Light. And and it, and it got it affected their bottom line. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I if I liked Bud Light, I would have been drinking the shit out of yeah. over the summer. But I mean, I'm waiting for Coors. Dude, I can't wait till Coors Light starts back in some Nazi transgender person. Hey, Coors. Coors. <laughs> if you want to be on the right side of history, give us fifty grand. No, don't give us. Well, yeah, give us fifty grand or. Back a transgender person and save me fifty grand over four years. <laughs> Drinking your delicious product, Coors Light. I, <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I was like, when when I saw, there, dude, the Bud Light deals were crazy. It was like, if you buy this case of beer, we will refund you in the form of Visa gift cards. And I'm like, I can scan a QR code. I will definitely take advantage of this shit. And I had a few Bud Lights, and I'm like, yeah. I yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know. It'd be. Do you think? Do you think he goes up against Biden again? Trump? Yeah. 
Man, I don't know. You know, I right now it's it look it, so that's the thing is right now it totally looks like it, right? But seven, eight months ago, it looked like Biden versus DeSantis. Yeah. So that's what that you know, people are always like politics are crazy, but it's like they've all they've they're always they've always been pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, Ronald Reagan was an actor who was yeah. just like, could just like tear someone apart, but also do it with like a, <laughs> like a little twinkle in his eye and everything. Yeah. Like he is just, is there, it's politics are crazy. And it, to me, I just, I love watching it all unfold over the, over the course of the primaries. So who knows? I mean, we, most of America hasn't even met a lot of the people in the primaries right now. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, you know, and the, th- the reality is like, <laughs> I don't know. I think we can survive anything. You know, people are scared. Yeah. I mean, people are I mean, scared we survived of survived Trump. Yeah, and then you're, and then you know, people are worried by Biden is. I mean, Biden's eighty. Yeah. Like my dad's seventy six. He's in great shape. But this weekend, this weekend we had you know the horrible fires and everything, yeah. and the smoke was everywhere. He showed yeah. up to the lake with like a kid, like he had a swimsuit and a towel and some water <laughs> shoes, and he was like. Hitting around, you know, he's like, so the jet skis, uh, <laughs> you know, and he, he's, had, he, he's had these jet skis since they got in the 90s that have been broken for 10 years. So I was like, oh, man, we're, you know, and I got I got these. They're pretty wobbly, you know, and they're pretty squirrely. And I got them because I, that's how I like them. And, like, I don't want people like jet skis have gotten so stable. I'm like, I know it sucks, right? So it took a long time to find these ones that like you put two people on. The person in the back is like, can we please stop? <laughs> so I was like, man, this is going to be fun. Like my dad's going to get out there and it's going to be like, you're going to see the youth just exude and just <laughs> Just pretend like he doesn't have to shoot insulin in his stomach anymore. <laughs> like his leg hairs didn't stop growing two years ago. You know what I mean? Just like, just like he's alive again. Man, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like Biden is doing about as good of a job as you would expect from an 80 year old person oh, working full time. He's doing way better than any yeah. old I could have ever imagined. Have you ever seen an 80 year old? Um, greeter at Walmart. Have you ever seen an 80 year old chew food? <laughs> Dude, that's that. This is actually a really good point. For an 80 year old man, Biden is fucking doing good. He yes. fell off a bike and didn't die? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Any 80 year old man who falls off a bike, you'd be like, well, uh, call up the thing that crushes bodies into <laughs> the incinerator because this guy's got about a month. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, it's unreal. He's he's. Yeah. You ever seen? You ever traveled with an eighty-year-old? They're oh like, "Am I God. in a plane? Oh God, I can't sit for this long with the blood clots." And he's he's zooming around in the Air Force. One or whatever, it's great. Yeah, my, but but doesn't most eighty year olds are so like my dad? We're out on the we get out on the boat and it's I mean it's the air quality is slowly getting worse. Like Saturday up north, yeah. it, it was catching up and it was getting worse. It was like the air quality was like 200, 300, four, oh you know, and at four hundred, you're like you're like standing on the top of a nuclear power plant, <laughs> just sucking all in. <laughs> I mean, it is bad. Yeah. Uh, I, like people are, they were. My dad's out there eating peanuts, coughing his fucking brains out. At no point is he like, "We should go inside." He's like, "These peanuts." <laughs> I'm like, "Dad, it's the smoke." <laughs> Get inside. And so I look at that, and I'm like, "In four years, you, could you run the country?" 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I look at him, and he's like I said, he's like pretty with it and in good physical shape. Yeah. And I get Biden's in good physical shape, but I just I mean, what's I mean, gonna good physical shape for an eighty year old is like the heart's beating and the blood's pumping. Yeah, you got yeah. a pee stream. Yeah, and not you know you don't have to because I think a lot of eighty year olds need to like prime it first. Oh my! You know they got to like put something in their ass and tug on their nuts and then maybe (laughs) maybe he might still stand when he pees. I mean that's that's a big deal. He's not just laying down in the tub. Oh, dude, with his dick in the drain. Yeah, (laughs) dude, I just love the idea. I'm just like fucking. Go, what if what if the secret is that his wife, Doctor Julia Biden? Well, I don't know what her name is. Uh, anyway, uh, Denise she, Biden. Is it Denise? There's nope. no way it's Denise. She's a doctor though. So yeah. if yeah, if uh, Lady Doctor Biden, <laughs> every time he starts getting a little dementia, call her Doctor Biden. Yeah, Doctor Biden. Yeah. Because Joe doesn't have a. What if Doctor Biden is just like he's like starts to get confused and she just gives him a prostate massage and then he's <laughs> stamps out of it. <laughs> That's probably that's probably that's probably that's what Trump's secret's yeah. been. At this point, it's probably so loose up there he's getting fisted. Like, <laughs> have you heard that he wears diapers, Trump? Have you heard this? No. Yeah, this whole thing is like people that worked on The Apprentice were like he he wears diapers. I mean, his like, midsection yeah. is kind of large. Yeah, he seems like he. Well, and also you got to realize he was a huge like. You know, Playboy in the yeah. in the eighties and nineties, like he was always around like multiple women. He had and they were all models. So at some point, you're probably like, you know, I put your foot up my ass. Like mm-hmm. I don't question. <laughs> How many STDs you think Trump has had? Hey, uh, I don't know. I would bet because he the kind of I bet he's I he's so fucking rich. You can like be like. I want them tested. You know, like you could be like. Yeah. My question is, what is the body count? Like how many or how many women do you man. think he slept with? You think it's over oh, like five hundred? Man, I bet you. I, yeah, I bet you it's over five hundred. Yeah, that's a lot. Because I mean, he's seventy. He's he, he's almost eighty, and he's been wealthy his entire his life. life. Yeah, you know, it's not like a pro athlete who just ran. Or it's not like Zuckerberg who came into money. Like right when he was getting married, you know. Right. Well, so, and also though, a Zuckerberg at some level, you know, you're almost like, look, because if she was with him before he had the money, you're like, yeah. I don't, tr- I would, you wouldn't trust anyone. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, there's a level. Like, if you're, if you're at, you know, I don't know, three, four hundred, and just because you can, there's a point where the soul leaves the body, and now you're just like a fuck demon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like there's there's sowing your wild oats, and then there's just like I I'm I'm the opposite of a vampire. I don't I don't suck it out. I put it back in. But I I, I think that's the, I mean from you know not to like try to psychoanalyze him, but from what I see, he seems like that type of person that would that, that that's how he would gain some type of validation yeah. was how many women he could put down and uh i could i could see well over oh, yeah. 500 yeah yeah god you think it'd be over a thousand thousand so many yeah. thousand is so many that is so like I, I i don't think that's like fidel castro yeah like where you're just like Wait, uh, they were just get throwing a, teenage get a kids woman, into yeah. a room get a them. woman ready for me tonight after my cigar yeah 
That's uh, yeah. It's amazing the CIA never tried to kill him that way. Fidel Castro. Yeah, just put like a mini nuke in that vagina, <laughs> and when he and it, when he puts it in, it goes in his pee hole, and he can't get it out. You know, like a bar where he can't pull it out, and it just oozes radioactive material into his dick, his most prized possession. Your confidence in the CIA's technology is way more than mine. <laughs> they have a heart attack gun. Well, they had a heart attack gun. Oh, really? I'm, that well, shot um, shellfish toxin through a bullet that um, was undetectable. But that's only if you were, was that only if you were allergic to shellfish? I mean, it's a shellfish toxin. Oh. That mimicked the heart attack. So you, oh, man, they got to still have that gun. Uh, they showed it during um, a congressional hearing, mm-hmm. and then no one's ever heard of it since. I bet. So, of course, they still have this gun. Yeah, they, oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> anybody yeah. who's died of a heart attack in the past 30 years oh, has man. probably been shot by this damn gun. Yeah. They probably shot me because they saw <clears throat> how my comedy was going to rise and just take this country over, and we were going to revolt, and I was going to make things like, Costco um, free samples legal in all the stores, mm. and they were like, "We can't have that outside on yeah. the sidewalk." Yeah, yeah. Put and then, these homeless people to use. Have them with a tray of cheeses. I bet that's what I bet. I bet that's what Michelle Obama shot that chef with. Yeah, with a big ass arm wrestling arms. <laughs> I would not want to challenge her to an arm wrestling match. Oh, she break your elbow. Yeah, right. I, go ahead. I got something that I want to. I got. I got a bone to pick with a group of people. Oh, Mennonites. No. Mennonites, the women have some fat asses, so they're, they're all right about <clears> I think it's more the way the dresses are cut. Man, I think they just got nice asses. Yeah, probably. Well, it's a lot of uh, farm work. We'll do that. You yeah. know, a lot of, you know, when the mule's sick, you got to be the mule. Yeah. And every mule I've ever seen has a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's... People are like, she's built like a Coke bottle. I'm like, how about I want one that's built like a mule. I want a donkey lady. (laughs) Anyway, uh, who are the people? (laughs) So I'm I'm driving to the VA today to go pick up some medication. And I'm driving into a parking spot. And in the parking spot, are two older white ladies just standing in the parking spot. And as I pull in, they stare at me as if I'm ruining their talk time. And they did not. That's funny. They did not move. And I was so, and I've had it so much with old white ladies that I just kept driving and they moved out of the way. And I have a bone to pick with old white ladies. This year, in the year of our Lord, in the year of sweet baby Jesus, 2023, I've seen three older white women hold up traffic just so they could take pictures of stuff, like in the middle of the road. Now we're talking 50 plus? Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the road. One time, I was downtown in front of the the library down there, which is Hobo Central, and this lady is walking across the street. She stops in the middle of the street. It was already like five, you know, it's five seconds. You don't usually cross when it's five seconds. Five seconds, she gets out in the middle, starts taking photos, and when the cars start coming, she just looks behind her and looks at the cars as if, what are you doing here? And she takes two more photos and then just calmly walks to the other side. And I want to, 
I have a question. If you are an older white lady and you're listening to this, please email brodadscast at gmail.com. And please, I'm, I'm, I want a serious question to this. I mean, a serious answer to this question. What the fuck is wrong with you? Do do what what makes you think you own everything? You didn't do shit. Yes, I'm talking to you, you big bitch. I'm tired of these old white ladies holding up traffic, fucking up lines at Costco. Uh, just step. I was I was taking my photos to um the fair, so I go in there, handing my photos into at the fair. And I'm leaving, and this old lady is just in front of the door, just sifting through the um the little free magazines that they got right there. Just in the way, her husband says, oh, there's someone behind you. She doesn't even look behind her. Mm. She still keeps looking. I, look, I try to not be a violent person. But at that moment, I was like, I'm going to kick you in your diaper ass. I will kick you down a flight of stairs. Get out of my way before I snatch your oxygen holes out of your nose. Old white ladies are always being inconsiderate, and then they're always turning you into the HOA for the illegal dock you built. <laughs> Wait, that happened? My, I'm a little concerned about my swim dock being against you the law. white, older there's, ladies. There's no way... It was, I mean, if, if, okay, my only threat, the only thing between me and a, and a community of people enjoying an illegally built swim dog <laughs> is definitely going to be an old, older white women that yeah. want a medal, yeah. you know? So I've been out there, you know, I've been out there, you know, doing chores, <laughs> smiling, telling jokes, you know what I mean? You shouldn't have to do any of that. That's your dog. Yeah, I would agree. They should mind their business. The sheriff never comes to our bay, so the only reason he would come to our bay is if is if uh, is if one of these uh, old white ladies that live in the area would turn. Because even if if their husbands were against it, so I so the thing is immediately, I'm going to put a stamp on there that says uh, this is property of the community of Shore Acres Estates, and then I'm going to invite all and then all the people and was their families are invited to use it. So that they can go out there and frolic. And then if someone calls, they have to deal with the knowledge that they are the one taking it away from all the children. But here's the thing. Older white women don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't care no. whose parade they're <clears throat> shitting on as long as they get the satisfaction of knowing that they fucked you over. They don't care. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, you know, you live through... You know, motherhood. You live through, uh, you know, all the shit that you have to deal with if you're when you're young and hot as a woman, which is a lot. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a gauntlet of yeah. of uh, perversion. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like it's like a, a it's like a gladiatorial. It's like you're one of the pinball just caught in between the two round things where you're like ding 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding 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 just between just I feel, just perverts. I feel like that for most. Um, Above average looking women. Oh yeah, like, well almost just any woman. Yeah, just, they just, just get any hounded. Yeah. As soon as you're twelve, you are. You, you're school. That's what I told Faith. I told her straight. I was like, as soon as you're twelve, when you leave this house, 
every man I, that I, I I can't I can't do anything about that. You know, there's no perverts in here. I mean, no perverts towards you. I mean, I'm a pervert, but you, you know, you're safe here. But I can't help you out there because guys. Are, That's what I'm saying. So they they got desensitized through having to live through that shit, and then they had to have kids, and that probably didn't go as good as they thought. Yeah, because it never does. Because of course they got a couple of dipshits in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got five kids. Yeah. You got two dipshits. Yeah, at least. Yeah, there's no way you get five. And that's if you're a great mom. Yeah, like if that's if you're a A plus <laughs> right. mom. Right, right. I mean, if you're a shitty mom, you might have just you might just you have turned the three non dipshits into dipshits. Yeah, yeah. So like, shit, they my survived mom's a that. D plus mom, and we're all dipshits. <laughs> so, I mean. And then you got, and then you got, you know, then you survive menopause, and after that point, you're like. I'm not going to move out of the way. I'm in the middle looking at these postcards. I, I, yeah, I think, I think you know what? That's a really good hypothesis. I think, yeah. I think you, you, spend, you spend your life getting gawked at. People just wanting to just do the most terrible sexual things to yeah. you for your entire life. And there's like a hard line all of a sudden. At some point, like if you don't, like if you're not doing like, um, Martha Stewart type stuff to keep yourself, you know, up to yeah. that yeah. standard. There's a hard line there where all guys just go, oh, you're a grandma now. I'm not, I'm not thinking about. Yeah, if you're not chewing on the adrenal gleans of, uh, you know, orphans yeah. and street children that have been abducted, <laughs> <laughs> then you're just going to age. And that's that, <clears throat> but that's like every woman's experience. Yeah. <clears throat> Most men's experience is like being a child till seven and then. Having a boner and then dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got innocence, boner, death. Like yeah. that's the males. That's why I have this bit. Life. I have this bit now that I do where I apologize to to women where I go, women, men, uh we, there's no way we control the we were destined to be this way. I don't think so. I don't think there's a social thing that keeps us being. Now, there's there might be social things for like toxic masculinity, but I'm talking about just wanting to have sex, yeah. like just wanting to have sex and like looking at women and going, the things that I'm attracted to that woman has, I want to put my my penis in them, and 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 it kind of goes into how like don't blame the guy. Blame our penises because they have a mind of their own, <laughs> and they kind of talk us into doing dirty shit. Dude, you should be a, a like one of those TV judges with that. <laughs> Your Honor, I didn't rob that bank. <laughs> My penis did. He had two assailants. <laughs> All right, so your hypothesis was good. <laughs> no, I like I like that because I think I had another hypothesis though. Yeah, well, was that I think true crime might have something to do with this <laughs> because the biggest market for true crime, uh, yes, um, 40 plus women, yeah, like women who are 40 plus, yes, yeah, and most of the stories that are told to these women are about uh, young, pretty white women getting horrible things done to them, even though that's not. How the statistics work out? Right. The most victimized group is actually indigenous women. I was just gonna say, yeah. Yeah. That is kind of an interesting thing. You never, 
hear about indigenous women on uh, dude, I've watched, on true crime. Dude, I've probably watched close to a thousand hours. And of, none of them. I mean, have yeah. you, were any of them? One. Jeez. One out of all the stuff that I've listened to. The res rapist. Yeah, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a, man, I hope there's not one because oh, there's a news. Oh, there, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's hundreds of them. <laughs> but, um, and I think what happens is these women, they see, they, they see these stories, and what it does is it gives them a sense of, well, since I'm not the one that ended up dead, <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs> And then oh it just go God. around. I got the Mario star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just doom, doom, doom. That's yeah, a yeah. pain in the head all day, every day. Yeah, that's a really funny thing to do to your, like, Brazilian wax lady. <laughs> <laughs> I survived all these serial killers. <laughs> give me a little star and dye it yellow and give it two little straight up and down eyeballs. <laughs> every time my husband eats me out, it's just going to be... <laughs> Finally got around to watching the Mario movie. And, oh. Yeah, great, dude. I loved it. Yeah, only... Wow, man. That, it's well, not do, like you're a poor person. Why does it take so long? I don't get out to the theater much. You know, I don't go to the theater. Okay. Uh, so I uh, just wait till it's on YouTube and rent it. And I, are you in Are you in a, in Amanda, like, movie-going type folk? Uh, I, going to the theater is... So this is, a, oh, this is a great question. This is actually... I. We used to be a lot, okay. but Marvel and and I like Marvel movies okay. and I like DC movies. I like I like superhero movies, but it just feels like every fucking movie is like this massive, th you know. And so yeah. like it's just these break like these breakaway hits just barely have you know. There's the, like Goodwill yeah. Hunting, my big fat Greek wedding, like these big hits from like. The early two thousands, late nineties. Gonna happen anymore. It's yeah, and it's a bummer. Well, the sound of freedom from right here. Yeah, is, it, I don't know anything about it. That's actually done almost um, two hundred off a fourteen million dollar budget. That's yeah. that's unheard that's, of anymore. That's that's like um, saw type of territory. Do you, what's that? What do you mean saw? On um, the saw movies. Oh, have you seen that movie? It's PG thirteen. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a bunch of them. Sound of Freedom. No, the Saw movies, oh. not, not, sound, not Sound of Freedom. Oh, you mean like just from a, just from a, a oh, budget oh, yeah, yeah, okay, standpoint. okay. Yeah, Sound of, have you seen Sound of Freedom? No, I've not seen them. As soon as I started researching about it and <laughs> you start reading about how the guy basically just, you know, he, the movie is just a, a fairy tale, basically. It's not really, it's not really uh, a true story. But all right, so it, it's magnified to a point. It's magnified and fabricated in points. Like he has helped. He's helped rescue a couple of kids from sex trafficking. But the movie exaggerates it to a a level that the audience wants it because the audience that this movie is yeah, targeting yeah, is yeah. a group of people who's like everywhere you go. Every house that you have not been in personally has a kid in the basement. Oh, dude. Even though, I mean, see, and this is something that I've tried to turn into a joke, but you, it just. It's, because, so, it's so hard, man. Because it's, yeah, because you go from trying to be funny to being a, an asshole really fast. But sex trafficking, child, child sex trafficking exists. That's what. It, it, it's, it's, it's been a thing since the beginning of time. Yeah. As soon as someone was like, wait. 
even little ones have the holes. Yeah. People haven't wanted well, to have sex with kids. Well, that's why whenever they're like, you know, in this country, these, they got 12-year-olds making shoes. We got to yeah. shut down the factory. Yeah. Shut the factory down. And the parents are like, well, I got to sell you to the <laughs> sex trafficker. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, so, it exists everywhere. So, But it's not as big as, uh, as these um, people want to make it out. They, they want to make it out like this. A lot of these kids want to be trafficked. <laughs> How crazy would that be? If that was just the rest of my fucking rant for the rest of the show. Hey, man, you gotta let these kids drive the traffic, man. You know what you need? Sex traffic controller. You know, out there like, all right, yo, you go that way. Okay, you go that way. No, this one's going to a good home. This one's going to a, a nasty guy. He's an older kid. He can handle it. You know, like. <laughs> but most sex trafficking is done. By the parent themselves. Yeah, they're selling them off yeah. to the pimp or whatever. Yeah, the, the vast majority of <clears throat> sex trap, just like the vast majority of kidnappings and murders, the people who are closest to you will do it. So, so the whole premise <laughs> of the movie is like is, is is like showing you something that doesn't exist, yeah. not it, it that exists but not so prevalent. But then the guy is just like. So big of a liar. See, the thing is yeah. that these types of guys, they'd never stop at just the the lie that gets them rich. They want the lie that gets them on um, Fox to be one of those yeah. people that's talking. And one they of want those the pundits. legacy. Yeah. yeah. And so he, instead of him going, yeah, I spent a, a large chunk of my career trying to save children from these situations. He he's going he's doing stuff like, oh I you know I, I went into a uh I went into one of those uh trailer compartments and rescued three hundred kids. You know, like he's doing these things where it's like at a certain point it's easily it's easy to find out that you're just lying. Yeah. Because if you rescued three hundred children, it there's a news report somewhere that I mean, in Florida, um last week when they arrested almost 100 people for um, sex trafficking from two FBI agents who got killed the previous um, year. That was that was everywhere in the news. The, so in 2021, I believe, two FBI agents in South Florida go to serve a warrant on a guy that was like an IT guy and was suspected of having... Uh, Child stuff. Uh, no surprise. He sees them coming ITS. because these guys, you know, if they if they can hook up um, a network, they got cameras around their property. Yeah. And yeah. he saw them coming, and he shot them both, and then he killed himself. And so they've been investigating us, and it was a worldwide ring. Ninety eight people arrested for um oh, having yeah. sex um for ha- for child sex stuff, and it, it you know it. It, it was in major newspapers, uh-huh. so things like that do not get missed as much as people want to say, like, "Oh, but they want to, they want to hide and stuff." If it's if it's a large number like that, that that will be in some type of paper. Well, you know, and the thing is, it's like people are like, "Well, in this world now, you can never be too safe," and it's like it was way worse, like. Like sixty years ago, Dude, like it, every like every, yes, it was like the, there was like a molester in every neighborhood. Every there was, neighborhood, everybody had, a had an uncle who yeah. was a two, you know diddler or whatever. Yeah, so it's like we're living in like a safer. Uh, did I tell you? I tell you about like 
the situation that happened in Cub Scouts where a guy was sharing with the group that oh shit I've never told you this story no. I was so crazy man oh, so uh, these guys knew I was a comic but no one ever they kind of had like questions but I was like these guys these none of these guys come to shows yeah yeah you know, and not just my show like they don't just these are just they're not people watchers <laughs> you know, like they don't they don't go to live performance if they do yeah. it's like you know they get hammered at Bonnaroo for three days or <laughs> not Bonnaroo but the country western festival yeah. or whatever the fucking <laughs> You know what I mean? They go to Sasquatch Days up in <laughs> Colville, you know, just because it's like their kids kids can come. So anyway, like good dads uh, that just don't do anything without their kids, so they're never yeah. gonna go to a stand up club. And so anyway, they they knew, but they don't, and they don't, so they don't know anything about the world of stand up, right? Yeah. So anyway, we're all like sharing stories while the kids are doing archery, and there's like five of us, and this one dad goes, uh, "Yeah, my uh, my neighbor." had a situation where he, he's we, my kids would play there all the time and they'd have sleepovers. And then one day his car was gone and I didn't see him. And then they stopped inviting him over him over. And my son was like, how come I can't go over? And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. And he thought, what the hell's going on? So he calls them up and he goes, Hey, I'm just checking in. I want to see if you're okay. And the mom starts bawling, losing her shit. She goes, my husband's in jail. Apparently he was molesting my oldest daughter and he's he's gone you know to jail for for a long time and uh so now this guy has to go to his kid and be like did anything happen yeah you know and, and he, as he's telling us this all the dads are like looking down like fuck man that could happen to any of us like this is that's so scary that's like your worst nightmare yeah and i go uh i go well you know a lot of these women because they were like do, do you think she knew you know and I was like, a lot of times these women know and they don't say anything because they want to be married to a guy that makes them feel young. Oh, my God. Damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, man. And that's a good stand-up joke. Man. And like, you know, in like, a, for, but it's got to be yeah. the right crowd. Yeah. Right. Or if it, you're around a bunch of comedians, they would just, it would be, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's top shelf shit then. <laughs> well, but it was so tense, you know, that it broke the tension. Yeah. And these guys were like, when's your next show? <laughs> I was like, that's not really what my act is like. If that's the only thing that makes you guys laugh. One of the guys, I, I saw, I don't have a lot of sales on my album, but I saw like, <laughs> a sale on my album like the next week. And then one of them started coming out to shows. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny, man. Uh, Jacob, if you're out there, yeah. Shit, I'm glad you your kid what? didn't get molested. <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like people like you are, are needed, though. Because it, the one thing that I hate about uh, the world is how it, there's things that people think you cannot approach um, comically. And that's oh, just man. not true. That is not true. There's some things... That I feel, I feel like there's nothing that you can't make fun of. Nothing, dude. There's I nothing. I found a thing last week. Well, I, I was talking to a guy was forlorn. I know a guy who had to put down a cat five years. Yeah, old. He put a, he was he was sad about it. He was really sad. He loved this cat, and he was 
his girlfriend was like, get over it. And then he was like, I got to break up with this girl. And I was like, either way you cut it, it looks like you need some new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would I don't know, that, get out of it. He didn't even. Great. He didn't even fucking. Oh, man. Yeah, he yeah, didn't even. Fuck him, man. Well, he was still he was still grieving the cat. It had literally happened the night before. And I was making jokes after um, my, um, me and Shauna's cat Dilio passed like three minutes after we got in the car. <laughs> Fuck, man. You know what else? I just remembered also that happened this week. <laughs> it seems like it's just... <laughs> our, so Michael Glatzmeyer, our fucking illiterate friend, <laughs> comedian Michael Glatzmeyer. How you doing, you big bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so he's texting me. Uh, so you know him and his wife move around a lot? Yeah. You know? Uh, and anyway, he was keeping a lot of his stuff in his aunt's uh, shop. Out in Medical oh. Lake, burned down. Oh. And it's shit that there's no, even if he has renter's insurance, I doubt it's covered. It's like wedding photos, his birth certificate, oh. uh, his winter clothes, all his winter clothes oh and shit. God. Yeah. So well, he's got enough hair. He'll but survive. he goes, <laughs> well, he goes, uh, he goes, their shop burned down, all of their ATVs. And I'm like, that's horrible use of grammar. It's T H E. I R Michael. What are you doing? You're saying they're T H E R E. And then he didn't respond for a while, and I'm like, it might have been a bad time. Man. I mean, it, all his shit like just burned down. He, no, he. Dude, it, his shit just burned up. Man, like, it, <laughs> Michael is one of us. He's one of those yeah, people that. Yeah, that's well, yeah, but I got, but yeah, no. Dude, having I mean, it sounds like a lot of his shit burned up, and then you know it was a bad, it was a weird. That, hey, those fires, pretty well. I'm amazed yeah. only one person died. That shit happened yeah. so fast. Yeah, I mean, look what happened to um Maui. Yeah, well that that says something about the Medical Lake and the evacuation process. Yeah. The fact that only one person died because, I mean, dude, a town of five thousand people got yeah. totally evacuated. That's I so mean, wild. At least twenty. You know, you don't. You know, you don't want to wish these types. I'm not wishing, but. By the number of people who lived there, should at least been, you know, between five and twenty. Yeah, you'd think more people. Yeah. How fast it happened? Yeah, it was like I mean, if dude, if you were taking a nap and you had your phone turned off, yeah, you could you could easily. I mean, you know, so they must have been knocking on doors or oh, some shit, man. That leads me to another bone I got to pick. People who intentionally or not set um, these fires, we need to start throwing them in jail. Oh, I think they go. They go to jail. Uh, these fines, these fines, fines, and the jail times. I think the jail times need to be massive. Well, let's put the brakes on that a little bit. I mean, Wait. everybody likes to have a little fun with fire now and again, and things can just get away from me a little bit. I, my family burned down an island with a drunken fireworks situation a while back, like when I was a kid. Luckily, nobody. Your dad lived. should be in prison right now. <laughs> nobody lived on the island, so nothing was there. It don't. You can't blame him. You got to blame what, the little bumblebee fireworks. What, 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 They're unpredictable. Was anybody living on that island? No, but but know. for years afterwards, definitely no. <laughs> they, they, Actually, that, that might you know be. I mean, a little those different. little bumblebees, and you throw them, and they go. That, that might be a little different. You know, because it's an island, so there's only so much that it can burn. Yeah, yeah. But um, look, look at what look at Medical Lake. You know, a person uh, died. I mean, houses are destroyed. And we don't know who did it. More than seven, almost seventy percent of all of these wildfires are started from humans. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, and it's 
And it's usually because, and I mean, since you are out on the lake, you know this type of person. It's the per- person that thinks everybody else is careless. I'm the safe one. It's like when people talk about like gun ownership, they're like, well, they're idiots. I am safe. I keep my gun on the dresser. My dog makes sure that none of my kids, when one of the kids look at the gun, the dog walks up and goes, no. They These are the people who are most likely, by a large margin, they're, mo- they're the ones that are most likely to end up in a situation. So the, the people, and I... I'm one of these people. I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people when it comes to fireworks that says, I'm the one that can do it right. Give me all the fireworks to light off. Yeah. And, man, you're going to end up in jail. <laughs> no, because I think we should keep the punishment lenient. I, and this is what I think happened. There was a guy out there, because it's Medical Lake, Yeah, he was burning his own garbage. That could happen. And he didn't do... All the proceed, you know, you're supposed to, you know, dig like a little thing around. You're supposed to make sure you got water nearby and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Get a barrel. Yeah, and he just, you know, he just sets, you know, he just sets a match to it, and then probably went in the house or something. Dude. And then he looks back out, and everything's turned the, the charcoal. It is unreal that I have not started a forest fire. Like as a child, now maybe now, you're but, actually safe. No, uh, well. So as a kid, I'm only safe because of all the shit I did as a kid yeah. that scared the hell out of me. I had a burn barrel. I would just throw like a bunch of paint cans in there, like like spray paint oh cans. My goodness, you know what, what happens when you put a spray paint can in a or a WD forty in a, a burn barrel? Probably the same thing that happens when you put a um, <laughs> CO two cartridge in one. Oh, that that could blow through that. So they just they eventually explode and go flying up out of it, and it's a big so, Yahoo situation. So it's like a a redneck firework? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, but but what's fun, that. you don't know. It could be 30 seconds. It could be 15 minutes. Oh, and that's man. So after a while, you're like, wait, did I put a WD-40 in there? Let me look, you know. Oh. And then, <laughs> and there's a lot of rednecks that have lost an eye to a WD-40 in a <laughs> burn barrel that they forgot was in there. Then you know, I went to heaven nah, before dude, they did. Growing up in the sticks, you're like, she lost a baby because she put baked beans in the fire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the can exploded. I ain't never heard nobody scream like that. You know, like just you're like fuck, like just these horrific deaths. You're, you're like, he got burned by a bunch of he got burned to death because of maple syrup. He got he heated up. You ain't supposed to heat up maple syrup like that. And it, <laughs> See, he used to be hot grits um <laughs> plus, yeah people used to um my grandma used to tell us all the time about the dangers of of hot grits um like they cook th- them in I, oil i think it was some no just because it's like when they're hot man they they take skin off it's like oh yeah yeah it's, it's like napalm dude yeah yeah and yeah. um my grandma used to talk all the time about either either my granddad or someone she was dating they got in a fight and she threw grits on oh, him. Oh shit! And it was all on his like his chest. It burned through the shirt and everything. And I was just I was, and that it just cemented in my mind like, always wear a jacket when you cooking grits. <laughs> Water <laughs> felonies and napalm grits. I did. I had a, I remember the first one of the first sleepovers I went over with a guy that from school who I didn't really know very well. I got up and it was just him and I in the house. His parents had left oh, and uh, we were like in sixth grade. And I go upstairs, he's cooking bacon, and I hear, all I hear is, ah, eh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go up, <laughs> and he's cooking bacon in his whitey tidies. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Put on some clothes. He's yeah. like, normally I do it naked and a piece of grease. A piece of grease hit me in the dick last week. <laughs> That's the guy who's setting wildfires. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's probably direct. He's got pyramid schemes. <laughs> I don't know what that guy's up to now, man. But, it's yeah. always sad when someone from your high school that you were like, man, that's that kid. He, he's at the top of the of the heap here. Yeah. And then they they either like become a crazy religious person or they get they all they do for the rest of their life is get involved in Ponzi schemes and shit. Yeah. And I, man, at our school, there was less than 100 people who graduated and I guarantee you like 20 of them fall into that category. And it's it, it, it's so like I'd rather be Associated with the people starting them than the people falling victim, especially yeah. especially the pyramid schemes. Yeah, the pyramid schemes are they're like, no, no, all you need to do is sell eight other eight other people need to sell these magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're on yeah. money street, dude. Yeah, be on the top of that pyramid scheme. <laughs> Don't be at the bottom. Uh, oh, you sound of freedom. That thing we were just talking about, that yeah. movie. Same production studio as Dry Bar. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're growing, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what they're doing with all that. That's what they're doing with that drive our money. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of yeah. the podcast, um, Ryan McComb is going to be oh, taping one. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. He's probably, yeah. I, he's, I, hopefully, that's public information. That might have been secret information. Yeah, who oh, cares? It's out now. Yeah, well, it's I out mean, there. If he told me. He expected everybody to know. All right. Well, you know, I don't think it's a secret. Because don't, Ryan is an open, <coughs> he's an open racist. And he always says, <laughs> if I tell a black person, I just expect everybody to know. Yeah. I mean, he is one of the last human traffickers. Yeah. Child human traffickers. Yeah. Child traffickers out there. He trafficked uh, newborn babies. I I'm it. surprised that the dry bar studios with the sound of freedom under their belt would allow such a... <laughs> I'm not gonna get a second one. I'm glad I'm he, not gonna get a second one. I'm glad he's not wealthy. He would sue us in a heartbeat for slamming. Yeah, he well he uh don't I, don't I I didn't want anybody to know that I was doing it because um mm. I knew that there were people that recorded them and then they never came out. There's multiple yeah. people like that. I mean, but but it's funny those well, people. Why does that happen? Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows? You know, they don't they don't think they're going to do well. Maybe they don't live up to the standard or maybe they just think, oh, there'll be a better time for it to come out. Okay. Dude, there's a guy that recorded one and he looked like George Bush. He looked yeah. a lot like George Bush. And then they had him back to record another one. Years later, he looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> Long, long hair, gray hair, big long beard. But they didn't. They still hadn't aired the first one. It was so long that he had the big Santa Claus beard. Good gracious! Then he he creates a massive following on uh, on Instagram and Facebook with this weird character that he does. Yeah, massive, like quarter million. Oh, 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 very quickly over COVID, especially. Yeah. And then he's starting to get better and better gigs. Then Drybar's like, now we'll release it. And wow. and we'll release the uh, the Santa Claus one because he does so, he does a dry bar as Santa Claus. So it it seems well at least it seems like they have somebody who is you know looking at these numbers and oh yeah for sure. But I mean 
you still get you know your two grand or whatever, right? Yeah, but that's not really where the real money is. The real money is if you start getting like ten million views, you're getting residuals. Then. I mean, uh, you and know, that's where if it blows up, you're making real money. I mean, there's been people that have probably made six figures off of a dry bar special. It, I mean, the way that I'm looking at it is, if you're someone who hasn't had it released, mm-hmm. at least you've gotten some type of compensation for it. So yeah. you're not totally right. But that's out. not. I mean, fuck, man. I mean. You know, that's not why you do it, though. Like, it's just like that don't yeah. tell. It surprised me you said you wouldn't do that don't tell because, like, don't oh, tell no, I, is a real credit. Dry bar, I, I probably. But if they didn't pay, I would oh, do a dry oh, bar oh. if they didn't pay. I would fuck. I mean, it was getting to a point where I was like, I'm about to pay $2,000 to get some kind of professional footage yeah. just because I needed something. But at least a dry bar is some kind of credit. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, at least. And then, and it's uh, out there. Yeah. And, and, and it also makes. It a little more like if you can be like submitting it to if you really if you're in that world of like wanting to pursue credits. Yeah. Like once I had my dry bar come out, this lady that was talking to me about uh, uh, America's Got Talent, she hit me back up and was like, oh, now I'll submit you now. You know, but it's like and I didn't I was like, I don't I'm like, okay, cool. But I also at the same time was like, I am not the right candidate for like America's got talent. Do you you think so? Do you think so? Do you think it's material or do you think it's America's got talent? Yeah. It's your story. You got, you got to have, I mean, and I get it, man. You got to have like some compelling, you got to be like, okay, maybe you're a great comic that just has great material, but like, you got to then come off stage and be like, this is my child who was born without a face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, so they want, you know, and it's not, and I'm not, it's not, I mean, you could be a normal person who doesn't have a story, but you better have an act that really is yeah. not been seen before. You know, I mean, even preacher, they, um, preacher Lawson, they, you know, they went up on the angle of, he didn't have a father, <laughs> which, you know, I, I feel. I, I honestly feel like if that's what you got to do to garner votes, it feels. Yeah. It, it, it feels like then why don't we just put the saddest people on stage, <laughs> and regardless of talent. All right. Right. You, you well, because that's you. You want to see the person have overcome, and that's what I thought. I was like, if I really wanted to, so that's why when I submitted, I didn't submit any shit about my sister. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to. Like, if I was the guy with a down syndrome jokes about a down syndrome sister. Yeah. I then didn't want to be like, <laughs> here's yeah. my sister, you know, like trying to yeah. push her in front of a, the yeah. same thing happened to me after the competition that lady hit me up and I, you know, wrote the thing, but I'd left out almost everything. I just put, you know, I was a veteran and I'm um, doing comedy and they, they were like, yeah, we, mm, yeah I'm gonna. thinking about, and that's why I, I, I assume that's why they didn't go any further with it was because I didn't just lump on the sadness. Well, I think I think if I apply again, I'm gonna try to have like a oozing wound, <laughs> you know, somewhere where it won't impede. Just vis- just like on my forearm, but like I seize my hand. <laughs> oh, this? Yeah, it's always there. <laughs> it doesn't close. Happened when I saved those puppies <laughs> from a chemical fire. <laughs> Half your jokes about <laughs> oozing wounds. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, 
I don't watch it, but Sean, I have it on. And the past couple of weeks, I've seen the section with the with the people getting the the four X's. Mm-hmm. And this cannot be real X. There's I know, no, no way this is real X, they man. Do, they do that on purpose. Yeah. In fact, some of those people will come back later and they have them on again. Yeah. Just because it's hard to get people that are that weird. I mean, they might be acts like one time when like when I was a senior in high school, my mom hired a guy to come in playing a ukulele on a dress saying he had a big beard and he was like, hello, everybody. I'm Philip's girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was fucking wild, dude. Like my senior year, my mom paid this, found some guy like on the in the paper and paid him. I don't know, 50, fucking who knows, 50, 100 bucks to run in my high school and Dude. in a tutu and, and sing happy birthday to me. And it was, I mean, imagine, so that's crazy enough in like an adult, like office setting. Yeah. But think of the chaos. Yeah. At a, at a yes. high school. Yeah. And now, great. I mean, I was like the ASB president. So. It was like a fun way to fuck with me. <laughs> but so she she went to the, like the staff and was like, hey, is it cool if I do this? And they were like, yes, that is wow, that's, very cool. That's even more disrespectful that she even got the approval of authority figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because they, ha- well, they had to let a grown man wearing yeah. a tutu into the school. <laughs> like, like, if this dude just showed up and he's like, no, 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 I promise. I have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need this hundred bucks, man. <laughs> well, it was really funny. I mean, you know, I was, I was like, I was a theater guy. I was like considering going to like performing arts schools. I mean, I was very, I was like, theater was like my whole thing in high school. Uh, <laughs> so after it was fun, everybody laughed, everything, and he, the whole time he's like, "Oh my god, I can't wait! I'll see you at home, sweetie." Holy man, he really laid it. Oh, home. oh yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like fifteen minutes. Good girl. <laughs> Man, he earned that damn. He's because he's singing multiple songs and he's like, give me a kiss, you know, oh on my, my cheek goodness. and all this. It's just so fun. And anyway, I remember like, whatever, walking. He, I can't remember how, how we wound up being away from all the action. I don't know if my mom was paying him or some shit. But anyway, I just remember him. I was like, hey, man, that was really fun. Thanks. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just doing, you know, I'm I just graduated college and, you know, having fun with this right now. And then I'm like, and I'm looking at him and I'm like, is this what my future is as a theater major? <laughs> what <laughs> if that was be? you from the future coming back? Because <laughs> you know you can't interact with yourself, but you can kind of like yeah, create a character. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, dude. Maybe it was yeah. because I was. I mean, that was. I remember wow. thinking, I don't know if I should go and like. I need to have something else going on besides just a performance. Uh, before you know, like a, you go to a performing arts college. That's all that's available to you. You're just, you're pursuing some kind of arts, you know, you're you're just, it's whatever. It's, you know, ballet, acting, you know, whatever. And, um, and so I was like, I don't think I want to be in the performing arts school because it's (laughs) too, it's too, you know, I was like, this is too fucking scary. Cause I mean, my, you know, my view of the world at the time was like, if you're going to be an actor, you go work as a waiter or a construction worker or, yeah. uh, you know, you go get a job and then you try to get acting work. But I was like, what if you 
fine acting work like this that could it, it was like would you fucking do that yeah who knows that guy wow. you know and that man was brad pitt you know <laughs> 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 that was the last thing he did before the Selma film and Louise. All right, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, shit, man. So, um, going to try to get some uh, sweet stage time tonight. Do you have anything um, to promote? No. Wait. Yes. Well, I do have a few things. I'm in Joker's, uh, Joker's Comedy Club in September 20. First, fuck. I don't know. Anyway, I'm in there in September. If you, there might be Tri Cities people. Also, if you're near Moscow, Idaho, the, if you are anywhere near Moscow, Idaho, there's going to be a big comedy festival bringing in all kinds of acts from the Pacific Northwest. I'm on there the 29th. It's going to be a big event. That's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got you know Kermit Pio, Gabe, uh, Rutledge. Uh, don't know if Landry's coming. I think there's some women. <laughs> Ryan, our uh, pedophile friend, is going to be there, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so it's going to be. That's going to be dope. That's going to be the last that's weekend great. of September, and then I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing a gig in Bend, Oregon at Domino's, which might be too cool for me because it's uh. So actually, I gotta uh, I gotta start advertising that ASAP, man. You're in my shoes. What do you do? You're pro- you uh, rented out a place, or you know, you're produ- self-producing a show. And how many tickets? If you don't sell, like, what what's the number of tickets where you call it off? Like if, zero, you gotta call it off. Yeah, zero, you definitely call it off. Okay, but if I'm not, what if it's eight? Holds two hundred. How much longer do you have? A month. I mean, it's September 30th. I have over a month. First of all, I have not sold eight. Oh, the sales. I don't expect sales until like a week beforehand, you know. But these self-produced shows, I'm always a little scared about because yeah. they can turn out like that. I've never had one turn out like that. But who knows? It's always the first time for everything, yeah, you know. And it always seems like the ticket gets sold that last week. Right. So you're you're panicking and then that last three or four days you just see it flood in sure but if you're at zero two days before yeah you cancel that bad yeah boy. yeah yeah. that's kind of what yeah. that's what i'm like i'm all I, well and that's the hard thing is these are new com- i'm working with comics i really really like they got great acts i'm excited to work with them but that's what i miss about having ryan and rob up here yeah is, is it I was like, like if something just went totally sideways, I'd be like, all right, well, let's just fucking go out tonight or whatever. Like yeah. you just don't. But now if they're if I'm like, oh, the show's canceled because I didn't sell any tickets, even though I made, but I made this poster with a likeness of you. <laughs> and, and, and then they're like, you know, they'll be like, this is fucking fraud. In Spokane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's where, so you had this like, you know, safety net of friendship yeah. and fellowship. So I, I think we might sell some tickets. I just, I'm taking, I'm taking this big, but it's not a big swing cause it's kind of a small venue, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. That campaign's going to start in like uh two weeks and tickets just went on sale. So bend Oregon, baby. Bend. Uh, come on out to the domino room. It's a uh, very cool. I mean, it, it's just, you know, when you, I, sometimes I look at a place, I'm like, man, this is, like all the pictures of the people that perform there, the bands, yeah, all just look cool. They're like in a field and six packs, and yeah, you know, we're like, and then it's gonna be me, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I sweat too much. <laughs> 
<laughs> so go out and get those tickets. What do you got? I have nothing until... Oh, I will be in Seattle this weekend, the 26th. I'll be somewhere on Capitol Hill. Just look for a, fo- a flyer of a black guy on it. What Are you doing the comedy bar? No. I'm doing something out there. Well, I think you should be promoting the camp in, in October. Is it, it October? So, it's sold out. It's sold out. You should still tell people. September. I would tell people. I would tell everybody if I was on that thing. That's the sickest. That's pretty exciting. I don't I, know. I, I, you know, I just try to temper my... Um, Excitement about what if you get there and he's like, We hired you to be a butler? I would would burn it all down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dan, it's been fun. (laughs) I'll be like, I'll be back. Yeah, you'll be doing an episode about me now. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of true crime, uh, yeah, but it should uh, be fun. Hopefully, there's orgies involved. So, uh, yeah, the uh, Dan Cummins. Camp uh, Time Suck Camp has got to be one of the coolest kind of I don't want to say underground, but like you don't see like I, I know people who have nothing like out of the blue that know about the the fully loaded festival yeah. that happens with Burr Kreischer's thing. Like Dan Dan's like like he's like this like he's it's like an underground band that's had a following for twenty years yeah. and they, they all are you know, still making money and doing great and none yeah. of them uh flamed out from drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's cool, yeah. man. I it's amazing a, how you can find a base, you yeah. know, to and you can actually earn a living and not have everybody on the planet know who you are. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It's possible. Yeah. He can yeah. I mean it, he can walk around anywhere and nobody's going to notice him, but yeah. he goes to the shows at night and it's sold out. Like yeah. that's a, that is a sweet spot yeah. for a comic to I be feel in. Like that's the perfect spot. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Like you're not hindered by the, the 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 shit that fame would you know do to you, where yeah. you're like, I have to fly private, but yeah. you can still afford to fly first yeah. class. You know, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty. When is that? Is that October? No, September, um, twenty. First to the twenty third. That's when I'm in Jokers. So since you missed out on your tickets, <laughs> come and join me at Jokers. If there's any tickets left, which there absolutely will be, because they haven't <laughs> sold out since 1997. <laughs> when Gallagher was there, probably. Talk about a place that don't fucking try at all. <laughs> they don't even try. <clears throat> So, All right, guys. Well, uh, BroDadsCast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, BroDadsPodcast. Um, uh, it, it feels like y'all don't want to see these nips. So, you know, we're still at 63. Yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, love you, Ryan. Stay away from my children. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye, you big bitches. <laughs>